We have another amazing woman to bring to the stage. Her name is Maureen Tanai. How you doing, my girl? Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm so good. It's good to see you again. You too. So, let's jump right into it. When did you circle into my world? So I found you um, on Facebook um, at the very end of December last year. Okay, December 2020? Yes. Okay, perfect. All right. So you found me back then. Now, your situation is a really interesting one. I'm really glad to have you here because <laughs> people just don't know what it feels like to try to do this on their own. And you are the exact prime example of what it feels like to do it on your own. So bring us up to speed. I mean, obviously, before you move forward with us, but like, let's let's investigate what happened before you met us. Like, why did you need to do something? What was your life like? What were you trying to create? All right. So um, when my son was um, younger, when he was born, I realized that childcare cost more than what I would make. And I never heard about subsidized childcare before. That's not something that they tell um, women in the hospital when they're giving birth. So I didn't right. know it existed. And um, I was in for quite a shock when I discovered that um, minimum wage doesn't pay for childcare. Yeah. And um and so I was in a situation where I didn't know what to do. And, you know, if I could afford childcare, I don't think I would want to separate from my child. Like I have separation anxiety with my children. I want them by me. So um, my preteen may be a different story. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> but, um, preteen years. But anyway. You know, they um, have to go through that though, Maureen. They have to go through it so that we all yeah. kind of pull away from each other. It is actually a good thing. It's a difficult yeah, thing. Though. It's sad. It's bittersweet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, um, went on care.com and I tried to find a babysitting job where I could babysit with my son with me, mm -hmm. um, over the course of about, um, two or three years or so I applied to over 300 jobs on care.com and I only got like one or two that was temporary and, you know, parents' response was that, you know, we just don't know if you'll care more about your son than our son. Gotcha. And so that that really hurt me because I wanted a friend for my son and I like to treat all the children, you know, the same as if they're my own. Yeah. And so it was a devastating time in my life. But um, fast forward a little bit. Um, I was planning to work at the school district as a paraprofessional when mm -hmm. my son was going to start kindergarten well when he was four or three and a half somewhere around there i um i got pregnant again and so i was like oh snap what am i gonna do i can't go another five years right. without having income I was like i just can't do it so um i realized i could open up a childcare. so that's what i did and um i didn't want to work like all day long so i had a preschool program in the morning and an after-school program in the afternoon. Um, the preschoolers used to stay full-time, but um, that didn't work with the school-agers who needed quiet when they did homework. Mm -hmm. So it was a situation with my oldest son, like he just couldn't do his homework and noise. So yeah. So that's why I separated the two. And I didn't think I could call it a preschool because I didn't have a degree. So I just called it a preschool program in the okay. Oh, so gotcha. I called it, yeah. but um, I wish I could go back because it was devaluing, I think. Um, so, sure. yeah, so, um, so, so yeah, I had the preschool program and the after school program. 
Um, and then I, um, COVID, well, before COVID happened, I, um, I had a neighbor who didn't want me to have um, my program next to her. And wow. I'm, so glad, I'm so glad that, you know, California has a law where we don't have to have a business license if we have a child care, um, a child care license through the state. It's through the mm -hmm. state, not the city. And Got so, it. but at the time that was, that law wasn't in effect. And so my neighbor went to the city and gave me problems anyway. Um, yeah. You know, what comes around goes around and she's definitely come, it's definitely coming around to her, but Sure. Anyway. Um, yeah, I've seen it. But um, so anyway, I didn't want the toxicity. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, there were many reasons why I wanted to move out to the Sacramento area. You know, the cost of the Bay Area was expensive and everything. So maybe it all had to happen for a reason to kind of push me over here because I was a little bit stubborn with moving. I didn't want to move away from my parents. Sure. So when I moved here, um, it was January, 2020. And so I was like, okay, while I'm unpacking, I can care for one family other than my own without having to be licensed. So I did that for a little bit. Um, when the pandemic happened, I had a child here for about a week or so. And then um, I was unpacking and everything. And you know what? The pandemic never left. Yeah. And so, sorry, I think my husband's- um, It's fine, don't worry about it. We all have dogs or pets, it's okay. Yeah. And so um, she loves to talk or bark. <laughs> Some of everybody else's pets are also talking at the same time. It's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they can hear, if their dog can hear my dog, then it's all crazy now. <laughs> can you imagine all the dogs? <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So the pandemic yeah. hit never really left. So yeah. let's yeah. circle back then. So you were, you're watching the one family, right? Mm -hmm. And they only needed care for about two weeks because it was like an emergency situation. And so um, my oldest son had to stay home from school. And so my kids were adjusting to moving two hours away. They were adjusting to being home together all day. Mm -hmm. And um, and then with the stress of the pandemic. And so I was like, you know what? I can't go off and unpack and start a venture all at the same time. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to focus on my kids, help them out, um, you know, and unpack and just take care of the emergency, really. And yeah. so um, I did that. And some people were talking about, oh, you know, I'm looking for online preschool and things like that. And I felt that in my heart that, you know, I really wanted to do it. I didn't know if I had the time or the means. But um, my oldest son was doing really well with distance learning in the spring of last year. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I think I can do this. If it's online, my house could technically still be messy. Um, yeah. I don't have to have everything unpacked. Things can be in boxes and corners of the house. It's okay. Yes. And um, I was having a hard time waking up in the morning because I was feeling really sad. Like I was always around kids. We always went on field trips all the time. Mm -hmm. I, it was my passion. Like I loved it. Yeah. And it was just, it was my two children now and they didn't have friends with them. So they started to argue with each other and bicker. They were always around each other mm -hmm. and they had no friends. And I'm like, oh man, I need other children here to, you know, cause kids are always better with other adults. And so if other kids were here, it would be a huge stress off my shoulders. Yeah. I'm like, man, should I pay for kids to actually come here? <laughs> anyway. um, so anyway, it was a pandemic. It wasn't a situation that I yeah. was comfortable with. So anyway, um, in August, uh, actually, 
the Monday after the 4th of July, I said, you know what? I feel really inspired. I just really feel like this fire in my heart to do it. And um, I said, if I'm going to start that preschool, it's going to have to be now because it's going to be fall and right. people are looking. Yeah. So I said, can I, can I get this online preschool up and running, transfer everything I did in person online in just three weeks? And I was like, I don't, I didn't know, but you know what? I did it because I was just so excited about it. I was like, I don't, I think I barely slept, but I was just so <laughs> yes. Um, I did it and I got like a green screen. Well, not, I didn't get a green screen right away. Yeah. I wanted to just get the bare minimum set up so I could do it. Mm -hmm. And then over time I can improve the program. Yes. So that's what I did. I didn't have a green screen. I had a, um, Thomas, the train room divider that I used behind me, um, nice. I'm being, and I just, I went for it. And, um, what I did was I, looked for material that was mostly video based and screen shared and i put a whole bunch of things together because i figured that you know if children are used to seeing cartoons on tv mm -hmm. if you see me on a screen i have to be more like a tv show that they are <laughs> used to sitting down for sure and something should i call it boring i don't know then you know something like live stream like a traditional preschool where yeah. they can interact with their environment like mm -hmm. so touching, you know, experiencing yeah. senses. So that's what I did. Um, but it was so much work. Joy it was so much work. Like I would be up until late at night sifting through yes. <laughs> over a hundred videos of content for each circle time, which was five days a week. Yep. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like I had a lot of fun. I was very passionate about it. I was very excited about it, but it wore me out. I got burned out. And so I saw you at the end of December. I'm like, you know what? There's got to be a better way. Um, I wasted so much money over the years um, on advertising. And I I don't want to say it because it's... I it's want you to say it and I know it hurts, but I think <laughs> people need to know because when we talk like, oh, I wasted so much money, people are like, okay, what? Like a couple hundred bucks, maybe mm -hmm. a couple thousand, but like... no. You take the cake, girl. So say it. I oh, know. <laughs> but in a good way, because people need to understand that this stuff can happen to them. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because you're taking advantage of. Yeah. And what I love about preschool in the box is that there are like, there are so many different marketing strategies that if one doesn't work, we just hop right on to the next yes. one. Yes. And I love how you start off with the ones that are free. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we always usually start out with very little to no money when we start yes. a business. So um but see i didn't know you back then yeah. and so i wasted tens of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. you know what it's um yelp and google if i don't really know too much about how it works yeah. um but those sales people they i can tell they have a college degree in sales right they're really good <laughs> they are and good they're very good at um having me trust them and mm -hmm. you know and it's like, it's not always the case. I mean, they don't know my area, you know, yep. they don't know what my, what the local people around here are looking for. So how can they know if Yelp and Google is something that they're searching through? They don't know that. And if yeah. they did, they wouldn't tell me because they want to stay in business. Like how right. do they, how is Google such a very extremely high profitable business? It's because they know what they're doing yeah. and I don't, I didn't. So, um, so yeah, they got them, they got me, but.
But here you are. And at, at the end of the day, it's not a failure because you learn from it. And you're like, yep, I am wiser. That will never happen again to me, you know? Yeah. And you know what I did? I actually put them in my contacts on my phone. So when I call yes. them, I just don't answer. <laughs> That's good. I don't answer because they are really good at sucking me in. Right. And before I, I had their number, Yelp's number on my phone, mm-hmm. I would tell my husband, you know, next time they call, I'm just going to transfer them to you mm-hmm. and tell them that you work for the business. And then, cause he's very, he was very yeah. headstrong with me, um, spending all of my profits on, um, advertising. Yeah. Cause you know, I was told that it takes money to make money. Right. But I spent the money and the money didn't come in and yes. I can't control how much money people are willing to pay for the going rates, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and you know, I honestly, I felt a little jealous of other, um, people in the in, um, childcare providers and preschool owners and whatnot, because they got, you know, free word of mouth referrals. And I didn't because yeah. mostly because I lived in the Bay area where people are going, moving in and out of there, like a train station. Yeah. Like people don't really know each other to refer me to, you know, if somebody came to me, oh, they're moving to another state. They're not going to refer people in their state to me, you know, but with online preschool is possible. So, well, let's do this. So now that we've hit December, you, you found us and everything. And now we're, we're almost a full year, but a little bit less than a year. How many students have you enrolled since finding us? Not the people you've enrolled before, Mm -hmm. but since finding us, how many online students have you enrolled? Um, I don't, I don't, I guess I didn't ask you that question before to think about it. Just generally, what do you think? Um, I'm guessing maybe, you know, with, um, last school year, it was a revolving door Mm -hmm. of kids coming in and out throughout the year. Um, and even kids who went from pre like in person to online to pre, you know back and That's forth. True. Well, how many students yeah. are you currently teaching? We can know that. Okay, yeah. So I am teaching um, online one with one on one sessions, and oh, it's not on there. Okay, I can pull it up really quick. Actually, I can just count their bins. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten students. That's awesome. And you're doing one on one sessions, so. I love that model. I love that you're able to really pour into them. Now, if we have any other people who are on our program right now listening and thinking to themselves, you know, I just don't know how to do this on my own. You know, I don't know the exact strategies to use. Like, you know, should I do this or should I do that? Like a squirrel, right? Like maybe I should go do this next. And if they were on the fence about joining Preschool All-Stars, what would you say to them? You know what? One of the things I really love about being in Preschool All-Stars is that, um, it's all the inspiration. I don't know about any of you guys, but when I like hear about other ideas, it generates ideas for myself. Yeah. So when I hear about, oh, this person's doing that, this person's doing that, I'm like, oh, you know what? I might want to adopt like a tiny piece of that to, for my program. Or, you know, if somebody's going through something that didn't work out, I'm like, oh, okay, thanks for the warning. I don't, I'm not going to go through that. I'm not yes. going to try that. So, um, so that's been super helpful for me. Like it has just that, that for me is like the number one, my number one reason why I'm in preschool Mm all-stars is because it's not just the support. It's not, I mean, if I have questions, I love getting, you know, feedback on it. It's been super helpful for me. Um, you know, especially with, you know, SEO optimization, 
um, Beth told me, no, don't do that. And so um, I, I was already in it. So it was really, I was like, oh man, how come I didn't go to preschool all-stars earlier to know that that was the bad route to go? Because sure. now I'm stuck with this yucky contract. And I'm like, man, yeah. I moved from, you know, advertising contracts to this. I'm like, oh, sure, so I just sure. love the wealth of knowledge in the group too. Yeah. But my number one reason for being in the group is, um, you know, just the ideas that come from it. And my second reason is that, you know, if I'm ever in a slump, you know, let's just because, you know, one of the things you teach is to like always advertise. And so um, when I'm in a slump yeah. and I see other preschool all-stars having success, I was like, you know what? I don't have to have my bar here. I can raise it a little higher. Mm -hmm. and so That's actually why I'm so successful with the one-on-one -on -one teaching is because if it wasn't for preschool all-stars, I would have only had two students. Right. You no. Know? And the difference of income with two students and 10 is yeah. huge. Mm -hmm. So that's I was actually awesome. going to be fine with just two students because I'm taking college classes. Right. You know what? They're making money. I'm going to make money too. Yes. So, <laughs> um, what's the big deal having a few more students? So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I love that. Well, Maureen, you're amazing. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. It's always good to see you, girl. You too. Bye. All right. We'll see you.